good. All right. So, hey, episode uh, 87, we Crack got him. a special guest. Right, All right, I've been good. thinking Crack about him. this beer for a while now. All right. Oh, thank there you. you. All right. You got a beer, Dave? <laughs> yes, I already opened it, though. Oh, that's okay. You gave nice. seconds and thirds. Rookie, rookie, rookie mistake. Rookie so, uh, welcome in on uh, episode 87, first time <laughs> guest and uh, longtime friend. Uh, Dave Tiano, what's up, T? How you guys doing? Good. Good. Coming to us live from uh, Tampa. So uh, beautiful weather today, by the way. Oh yeah. It's supposed to be rainy tomorrow, right? For the Eagles. Uh, uh, yeah, because I guess the Eagles are coming to town, so I guess they're bringing the rain with them. So. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, whatever. We got some shitty weather up here, man. It's yeah, like, it's freaking bitter. It's uh, 18, 17 uh, eight, degrees. 18 degrees right now. Get a nice cool yeah. breeze, making it about same feel like five. I'll just I'll just say our number has a six in front of it. Oh, that's good. That's nice. And and I'm texting you earlier today, and you're at the golf. You're nice driving some golf balls. How's your golf game? It's uh, I'm rehabbing, so it's just I had rotator cuff surgery, so I'm just starting to get back in the swing of things. Ah, it's interesting. So, uh, my buddy Jeff, you know Jeff, mm-hmm. Boston Jeff. Uh, he had the rotator cuff, and his doctor was like, you know, you got to ease into it, ease into it. And he's just like, second time out, he's like going for it. <laughs> oh, God. Go for him. That's a nasty surgery, dude. That's a long rehab, I hear. I've known. It's one of the most, uh, it, like, after you have the surgery, it's one of the highest, uh, um, I guess, what's the word I'm looking for? But uh, where you injure it again oh, during really? rehab. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow, really? oh, during rehab. Yeah, you got to really be careful and do what the doctors tell you to do. You can't just wing it. Rush it, yeah. Well, so was this something you did or was this just over time? Uh, over time, a uh, bone spur cut into my rotator, tore it apart. Uh, I had <laughs> shoulder surgery on December of last year on the other shoulder and then wrote full rotator repair on the right side this time. So I've had two shoulder surgeries in the last 13 months, 14 months. Damn, so, wow. Sound like an ex-football player. Yeah. They've never played bad. football. I mean, mm-hmm. we're paying for what we did when we were kids. You yeah. Know? yeah, no shit, right? Yeah. That's that's it. It's pretty much what it, what it is. Yeah. You know, we are, you know, evil Knievel. We all thought we were evil Knievel. Yeah, we did. <laughs> I know two people have gone through this, and, and they said that the, re, uh, the rehab was hard, but once they got through it, it felt like they had a new shoulder, and they feel great. So I guess that's a light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. So yeah, how is your golf game other than that? Uh, but, you know, it's, you always want to be better, you know. Uh, you strive for excellence. Achieve, don't achieve it so you keep trying so but you know just keep punching away you know I've gotten my handicap down to a 10 that's uh, good because this is the only sport I can play because of all the other injuries we've had right so and I was on a good track I got down to an 8 and then I started to regress because of injuries so now I'm back I think the lowest I've ever gotten down to is like a 14 I'm, I'm pretty much like an 18 you know, I mean, one one day I'll go out there and I'll shoot an 82, and then I'm 95, 96. You know, it's like I I can have my days, but you know. Yeah, but it's it's there's two things about there's two sports out there that you can drink and have fun and do <laughs> at the same time: bowling and golf. Those my two and favorite my two favorite. Yeah, oh, I was in that bowling right. league for years. Yeah, it's good stuff, man. 
And it's the other sport is, uh, about golf is that you can go out there and play against the pro because he'll play his tees, you play yours, you have your handicap, you get shots, and you can play against all different levels. You can play against anybody that's just picked up a bag. So that's that's what I love about golf. Yeah, so you see Newman joined Lulu, right? You got Ryan, or you got, uh, not Ryan, I'm sorry. You got Doug, uh, Robbie, and um, now Newman and Bruce are all members up there at Lulu. So played up there a couple of times this year with Dougie. Dougie's gotten really good. You know, he's gotten a lot yeah. better. Can't see where his ball's going, but he's gotten a lot better. <laughs> yeah, well, that's okay. But Robbie's a good guy. Play, Robbie's got like the play with friends. Robbie's got the hawk eyes. He can see where the ball's going, and and he's like, I'm like, you're in the cart with him. <laughs> good. <laughs> Scotty's Scotty's really good too. You know, Scotty and Robbie are kind of uh, similar in their game, consistent on their drives, and you know they'll scramble a couple of holes, but they're pretty good. We're all pretty much the same, Robbie, Scotty, and myself. You know. I haven't seen well, Newman. Well, next time you come down this way, you'll have to bring your clubs next time you start traveling. Again. I know. And, uh, we'll get out. Yeah, my company's got the ban on the travel, you know. And I used to come down there all the time, man. I was I pretty much lived down there. I lived in Largo for a little bit, for like three months, three, four months. Um, but I played so many golf courses down there. What's the one? I think it begins with the West Chase, right? Oh, yeah, that's where I live. Do you live in West Chase? Yeah. Oh, no shit. Yeah, I used to play that all the time. Over the water? What is that, 18 over the water? Or the 9 or 18? Uh, yeah, both of them go over the little. Yeah, cause they, yeah, right. You're coming down side by side. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah, I used to love that it's, course. It's a, it's a ball hogging course. I mean, you, you go through balls left and right. Yeah. And it's Because if you just three feet past, on the, past the car path on the right, and you're in hmm. marshland and snake area. Right. Can't find a ball. Yeah, so I used to stay over there in Oldsmar because that's where, you know, our company's right off Racetrack Road there, you know? Yeah. What well, is that track I'm, over there? I mean, I, they don't race you over like there. One of those? Oh, Racetrack? You mean Tampa, Tampa Bay Downs? Yeah, they don't race there anymore, do they? No, no, they race horses there. They race there. Oh, uh, okay. But yeah. mostly during the winter. They're racing now, right now. Okay. So. Yeah, it was, it was cool. I mean, I, I used to love it. There was like a good little Cuban restaurant back there. Like a hidden gem, and I just love going down there. And what's it? Uh, yeah, this whole area is really built up since I moved here. I mean, West Chase didn't even connect on that side where the track is. The I road remember didn't that. Go down that way. I remember that. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass getting around. Yeah. Yes. Ah, good stuff, man. So Tampa, what's the feeling down there? <clears throat> well, that's that's the funny thing is I knew you were going to ask me that. And, Early on, when they announced that Tampa was coming, that the Eagles were coming to Tampa, all the local idiots they had no idea about sports, the newscasters, you know, in the morning and everything else, they're all like, "Oh, Philly hasn't beaten one team, but they've only beaten one team with a winning record." You know, they were really dissing you guys, saying, "You know, oh, they, you know, they, they can't compete. They're lucky to be in the playoffs. They're probably just happy to be in the playoffs." You know, and the way the you know the Bucks should be heavily favored, you know, and. You know, these are just people that just don't understand the game. You know, it, right. it's the NFL. Any, anybody can beat anybody, and people don't understand that on the right day. And I know it's tough for you guys because you're always hard on your team, you know, uh, always. Yeah. It's, my brother and dad are, are diehard Eagles fans, and my brother's 
texting me all week about you know trying to figure pick, pick a prop get bet because he just didn't want to play, play the line. He doesn't he doesn't not confident with playing the Eagles or uh, the Buccaneers. So eight, eight and a half. I, he doesn't like the eight and a half line, huh? He said the line's been bouncing between six yeah. and eight and a half. He goes, it's just scary, and he's trying to figure out what a good prop was. And and I said, well, I told him a couple things, and I go, you know, it's just. You know, I, I don't know how this game's going to go, you know, because your team's like an enigma. I mean, you're a great <laughs> running team, but the problem is they don't know they're a great running team. They come out and throw the ball all the time. And it's huh. like, what are you okay, doing? so like, here's my take on that. And I mean, we'll jump into this before we do the uh, Great Story 87 in a second. But my, my take on that, Dave, the reason why is Sirianni thinks he – they think they're one step ahead – so they're like they're expect Tampa Bay is going to expect the Eagles to come out and run, right? We're going to control the ball, keep the ball out of Brady's hands, but he's going to be. But this is the way Sirianni thinks. They're going to think we're going to run, but I'm going to throw the ball. <laughs> and that's his problem. Yeah, that Andy Reid, they always think they're the smartest guy in the room. Just stick to what you run just the ball. Just stick to what man. you're good at, you know. And it's run like, the ball. God damn. The, the, the push is going to be Brady picking apart our defense. He is. He's going to pick them apart. He's going to kick their ass. Every good quarterback threw for like eighty percent against us. No, that most of that was yeah, early I mean, in the season. But I mean, I, I that I think that's going to be the difference is him picking our defense apart. Yeah. Well, I mean, he. Yeah. I mean, he's. He can't say he's the goat. He is great. I mean, he's. You know, I watched one of the old football games where you know uh, Joe Montana with the catch with Dwight Clark and. Yeah, that was the, that was the anniversary. Was today or yesterday? Yesterday, I think, because it was on yesterday. And, and I was like, I'm watching this game, and Montana's going down the field. He's throwing behind the guys. He's going off. He's throwing at their feet. He has three interceptions during the game. I'm like, is this is a special Joe Montana? And I'm watching this guy, and I'm like, he was really off that game, you know. And, you know, for him, to, he threw one good pass, basically, maybe two, because there was another pass that he threaded in there on that drive to uh, Dwight Clark that was awesome. But other than that uh, – you know, the catch was like, it was like a Hail Mary almost. But It was, I mean, because they ran that, you know, that West Coast offense, they ran that sprint right, yeah. and he ran out of he ran out of real estate and just threw it up. Oh, yeah, he was almost out of bounds. Oh, yeah, that's like a big story. Like, the, all the Cowboys thinks he was throwing it away, and then he's, to this day, all the Niners are like, no, no, that was the design play. That's where it was supposed to be thrown. So, yeah, I mean... We'll come back to uh, the Eagles, but... Dallas, we'll, we all hate Dallas, so it doesn't matter, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, definitely. So we'll segue off one of the greats to right, 87 you just said, uh, Dwight Clark. Dwight Clark. I had Clark, him on there you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we'll start it <laughs> off with the greats to 87, episode 87, Ryan Shotgun with Norm and Jim and our guest today, Dave Tiana. The greats to 87 was Dwight Clark, the first one. Uh, who else you got there, Dave? Give us one, just oh, one. I'll, I'll steal one from Jimmy. I go with Dave Casper, Hall of Famer. Oh, he's so mad, <laughs> you bastard! Well, you know you can steal one Raider, but you can't take them all. I'm going to go with another Raider, Raymond Chester. Raymond Chester, who? Where? Who else did he play he for? He played for the Colts. He went from the Colts, Raiders to the Colts, it. back to the Raiders. Yeah, Raymond Chester, good one. Uh, I'm going to throw a, a a hook to you guys on this one. Probably the greatest to wear '87, Sidney Crosby. <laughs> ah, he's on my list. Uh-huh. <laughs> is he? Okay. Yeah. I got to tell you, you know, I've, I've listened to your podcast for years, you know, for the last year now, and I'll tell you, you know, you guys come up with a, 
some weird ass names and you know weird ass feeling uh, people from your yearbook and you know that was funny and all but you know people on my list are hall of famers right? yeah, i know and that's kind of how we started this thing that's what you know the whole idea but then we got into some freaky ass numbers mm-hmm. and it got really <laughs> tough you know you go. it got tough to come up with names but uh all right who's up all right did you do one, or one yeah i did one i'm gonna go uh with a future Hall of Famer that your guys going to see a lot of tomorrow is Gronk. Oh, Gronk, Gronk, yeah. yeah. Gronk. Uh, I, I will go with a, a, a Hall of Famer, and he has Philadelphia connections, Claude Humphreys. Claude Humphrey just also passed away. Play, yeah, he also played for Atlanta. Dead. Good call. I had him, I had him too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He played great uh, that season for the Eagles. Yeah. Um, the guy who played in Tampa Bay. Uh, Jacksonville, Tampa Bay, I think San Diego, Keenan McCardle. Keenan McCardle, yeah. yeah. All right. Future Hall of Famer, Travis Kelsey. Travis oh, Kelsey, he will be a Hall of Famer. Player. He's great. Good boy, love his brother. I'm going to go with another Hall of Famer in the Wayback Machine, Green Bay Packers, yeah. Willie Davis. Willie Davis, that's a good one. Was he DN? Defensive end, correct. Yeah. Jimmy, I'm checking these off my list here. Oh, okay. I'm glad you guys got lists here. All right, uh, uh, tight end out of Bama, played for the Giants in the nineties. Ah, oh, Johnny Moore. Howard Cross. Oh, Howard Cross. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I was going somewhere oh, else. All right. Oh, great call. Howard yeah. Cross. See, he was one of those forgotten end. guys because you yeah. know you always remember the Bavaros and all those other guys. Bavaro, you know, but, but Howard Cross was a good solid yeah, tight end for twelve years for yeah. the Giants. Okay. All right. So, out of Indy. Reggie Wayne. Reggie Wayne, good one. He might be a Hall of Famer. He had a long career, like 14 years, right? Yeah. Yeah. Out of the the U. Out of the U. I will go with, um, he's got a couple of good sons playing, uh, Ed McCaffrey. Yeah. Played for Denver and the the Niners, too, I believe. Did he play for the Niners? He had a long career. He's from Stanford, right? Him and his wife, yeah, both Stanford. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she was an athlete, too, right? She was an athlete. I think she was a track person or something. Okay. Uh, sticking with white boy receivers, Jordy Nelson. White boy receivers. <laughs> I got another one tucked away just in case someone doesn't pull another white boy receiver. I, I could keep going with white boy receivers with 87. So I was told white boys are good for hitting. All right, out I'm going to steal one from, from both you guys, Brent Selleck. Brent Selleck, Brent that's Selleck a great one. That's a good one. Yeah, you know, and the good thing about Selleck is he was getting towards the end of his career, wins that Super Bowl, and just says, I'm out. Yeah, yeah, he kind of he knew when he was done. You know, that's good that he did that. You know, who was before Selleck? Um, oh, Chad Lewis. Chad Lewis, right? Chad Lewis, but yeah. we had that great run of tight ends, tight ends still yeah. to today yeah, with yeah. Dallas Goddard. Yeah. You know, Ertz. Um, well, your team was known for your tight ends. Why are you saying your team? That I got. I I have to. Once you move away, you gotta. You, you gotta son of a bitch! Team. Are you serious? Uh, okay. You a Bucks fan? Dude. I, I'm a fan of players. I'm not a fan. You a freaking one of those phony Champa Bays? <laughs> hey, I went to I went to the the Bucks Super Bowl in San Diego. Did you? When they played yep. uh, the Raiders? I've been, to, I've been to the last two Super Bowls at Tampa, except for last year. I didn't go to last year because of COVID. Okay. But I went to the other previous two. Um, oh. I've been to three Super Bowls. Nice. I haven't been to one yet. I mean, it's a bucket been, list yeah, with me. Yeah, I'd like to. Go I to wanted one. to go to what freaking Eagles play in Minnesota. Who wants to go there? Who's up? Um, You're up. Okay. Uh, Speaking of white boy receivers and the Colts, I'll go with Ricky Prohl. Ricky Prohl. Nice one. I got him up there. 
Uh, I'm going to go white boy receiver again. Here we go. He's got a smoking hot wife. Oh, good for him. Eric, Who is it? Eric Decker. Eric, he was great in college at Minnesota. That dude didn't drop anything. Yeah, great, he was, great he was ball good player. at Minnesota. He was yeah. great at Minnesota. He killed Penn State. Yep. What you got, Terry? My last, my last one I have written down was Mel Branch. Mel Branch. Mel Branch. Was he? Uh, Who did he play for? That name sounds familiar. Cardinals. Maybe a Cardinals. He played. Yeah, I, I, was, I think it was the Cardinals. First, I, re- I originally wrote down the Raiders, but it wasn't the Raiders. It wasn't with the Raiders. No, no it was Cliff Branch. That's Cliff Branch. Yeah. No, Mel Branch was. I think Speak he to. was. <laughs> I think he was the Cardinals. Was he? Mel yeah, I, I remember think he Mel was like Gray. late sixties into the seventies. Okay. Mel Gray. They had a lot of good. They, Pat Twilley talking about white boy receivers. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Jimbo. Because um, I know you're just loaded. By the way, T, just to inform you, Jimmy has no notes in front of him. He just wings this shit from his head. Oh, I, I know he does. I, I mean, I've been all by his memory. I, I thought mm-hmm. I had a great memory, but. His memory is. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I just kind of. Uh, Meanwhile, uh, I got this five-page sheet in front of me. Okay, so you know, talking <laughs> about old Raiders, I, I, here's one who sucked. He was an '87 Mooset Muhammad. Moose Muhammad. Of course, Moose the Raiders. Muhammad was great. He was. Awful. He was out of Michigan State, right? Yeah, I don't know where he was at. Yeah. But he was like, no, you know, the Raiders. They just want fast guys. So, but they took him at the end of his career. He was great for the Panthers. Oh, okay. He was really good for the Panthers. Moose Muhammad. Yeah, good. I liked him. Um, I was wrong about this guy. He was in 87, mm-hmm. and I actually said it was Derek Mason, but it was actually Kevin Dyson caught that ball on the the miracle down there in uh, Nashville oh, Dyson, from yeah. Frankie Wycheck. Wycheck is a tight end who threw Yeah, it's from Father Judge. Oh, he's from Father Judge too? Yeah, Frankie I thought, you getting, I thought you were getting mixed up with a guy who went to Penn State who was from uh, Father Judge. There was that one of them too. Guy. He was a tight end too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but no, Kevin Dyson. Okay. Number 87. You out, T? Well, uh, would Ishmael? What, yeah, Quadre. Quadre. Quadre? Yeah, yeah Quadre was an 87 the for, the, for the Raiders, right? Oh, Ravens. That was not written down. I, that was oh, off my That's right. good. Nice. Yeah, he played for the Ravens. Okay. All right, Jimbo. I'm going to go with uh, he wore 87 for Penn State. He doesn't wear it for the Steelers. Pat Firemuth wore 87. Oh, he, is, he is a great He's tight 88 end, for uh, the Steelers. Yeah. Firemuth. He's in the playoffs, too. Yeah, um, not so long. All right, I got a funny one for you. Okay. This guy Dick wore. Cole? No, this guy wore eighty-seven from sixty-nine to seventy-two for the Giants, and I had no idea he played for the Giants at that time. Rich Kotite. Rich Kotite. Kotite was a oh, tight end. God. For the Giants from sixty-nine okay. to seventy-two. Okay. How about that shit? All right. You should have seen his card picture. It's fucking hilarious. He had an afro. Get it. <laughs> Supposedly he was like some type of boxer, and he sparred with Ali. I remember them telling that story. Like these box with Ali, like this guy. Ali should have yeah, killed. So he went to like two different colleges. I can't remember who. Hofstra. No, no, Wagner was one of them. But I, can't, okay. I can't remember who the other one. The other one was a bigger school, but. Hmm. All right, what else you got? Um, I got a couple more. On I got that. one. Uh, this is this guy's known for a, tel- a TD celebration. Joe Horn. Remember Joe Horn. The cell phone. The cell phone. Yeah. yeah. The cell phone under there, and he started celebrating. Which was, was kind of cool. Amazing. That was kind of. <laughs> and that was before all this showmanship, and they put on their Cock little skits now. Oh, that was a Sunday night game. Was that a Sunday? I remember him doing yep. it. It's like, wow, that's pretty funny. And he ran into the end zone and freaking. And he had it under there. That's amazing. That, that was that. funny. That was funny. A uh, guy played for the Flyers, actually a, a few teams in the NHL, but uh, Donald Brashear. Okay. Was number 87. Okay. And I'm going to go with a guy who also played for the Colts. I remember him actually in college, Oklahoma State, Sean Dawkins. 
Sean Dawkins. I don't know that. No? Mm. Okay. Yeah, he was good. Good receiver. Great in college. Okay. How about Lavernius Coles? Was on the Jets for a while. Yeah. Yep. So, did he go to the U? I think he went to the U. Did he? Okay. Yeah. No, or did he go to Florida State? Or was it Florida State? I didn't know. I don't know. Uh, talking about the Jets, do we say Johnny Morton? Johnny Morton played for Detroit. Did he play for Detroit? I thought he played for the Jets. Played for the Lions. He was number 87 uh, out of USC. Okay. Yeah, he was out of USC. Uh, that's a good one. Um, Tom Waddle. Do you remember Tom Waddle? Tom Waddle. Bears? Yeah. Yeah. He was number 87. Yeah, yeah I remember Tom Waddle. Tom Waddle's a character, man. Yeah. He does a TV, uh, he does a, a podcast, too. Or, yeah, he does. He's or he good. does a, a radio show out of Chicago. Now. Yep. Okay. I will go with a tight end Ben Coates. Ben Coates, yeah, for the, the, the Patriots. Patriots. Yep. Big, years. big guy, yeah. Big son of a bitch. He catch, uh, too. A guy played for the Chiefs for years. Uh, receiver, Eddie oh, Kennison. Yep, yep, yep. Eddie Kennison yeah, was... Kennison, yeah. I think he was from LSU. Did he go to I think he did go to LSU. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Okay. Um, I only have, I only have two more. running out here. One of the hockey player, Pierre Thorson, I think. Pierre Thorson. Hockey. I gave, I gave one of your lightning last players. week for 86. 86, yeah, I know. Kucherov. 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 Oh, I have one. He's a fucking player, dude. Uh, wide receiver for the Redskins when they had the fun bunch. Guy named Charlie Brown. Charlie Brown. I Remember saw him? that. I he was fast him. as hell. Yeah. Um, this guy was is not a great to wear 87, but he wore 87 for the Eagles. Todd Stinkston. <laughs> Stinkston. <laughs> oh, God. He wasn't one of the greats, that's for sure. So, I don't know. That's it. We'll wrap that's up that. So, that's the greats to wear 87. Okay, yeah. There we go. Um... So, I don't know. You guys watched the uh, national championship game, mm -hmm. Bama-Georgia. It was a pretty mm -hmm. good game. Good game. Real good game. You know, back and forth. Great game. Yeah, yeah. you know. Um, I was glad to see uh, Georgia step up. I, I had a feeling they would. I don't know. That first half was just back and forth, All field goals. Defense, and I, I feel like I, love I felt like Bama wasted points in the first half. Georgia seemed like in the first <clears throat> 10 minutes, like the moment was too big for them. Because they yes. were making stupid mistakes. Yeah, the quarterback Ken. looked out of place. It looked out of place. He fumbled a few oh, yeah, times. He the ball. Yes. Yeah. He looked nervous. He, he looked look nervous. nervous. The team looked nervous. It was like, it, it, like the moment was too big for them. Did you guys see the video of him the next day on Good Morning America? No. Was he all hungover? He was still smashed. Who was? The, the quarterback? Quarterback. Stetson. Stetson. You're kidding me. Did yeah. the school let him appear that way? Did you see it, T? No. <laughs> yeah, Michael uh, Strahan's. Interviewing him, and he's just like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, I showed it to Sue. She was peeing herself. It was so goddamn funny. He was he was still blasted. So, yeah, I thought that was a good game. Um, I thought it was a class act by um, Saban afterwards. When the two guys get up, you know, the freshman and the and the linebacker, you know, the freshman quarterback and the linebacker. I don't know, is he a freshman or sophomore? Who? Which one? From Georgia? From Bama. Oh, what's his name? What's his number? Bryce. Whatever. Uh, number nine, the quarterback. Oh, no, he's, is he a freshman? I don't know, freshman, sophomore. And then 31, is he a sophomore? No, I think he's a junior or a senior. senior. Okay. Yeah. So they go to get up from the press conference, and, and Saban tells them to sit down, and then he gives a speech about how much these guys and, and the everything oh, no, they put it. That's great. Oh, my God, it was an amazing speech by Saban. He's, he went up a, a few notches in my book, because he always, you know, they do those halftime interviews, and he's got no time. Kind of like Belichick, got no time for him. You know? oh. Anyway, um, so how about 
T, you still there? Yep. All right, bouncing out. Um, so the Cali trip. Oh God, yeah. Remember the Cali trip? Sure do. Back in the day, T. Vaguely. <laughs> when you were in a trunk giving out directions and they were dead on accurate? Yeah, well, they didn't tell you the rest of the story about that. Or the return out of, do you remember the return trip out of the, from that bar we were going to? Uh, I when was the, in the truck. When the, um, is that when we went through the checkpoints? No, maybe, but I was, I had, I was, me and somebody else had alternate transportation. <laughs> we had hooked up with some girls and I was on the back of a motorcycle. Oh, no, Holy I don't remember shit. that. I don't no. remember that. Well, we, you and I had hooked up. Yeah, with we had hooked too. up with these girls and we have our own long, great story about that, yeah, too. We've never talked yeah, about Yeah, no, I mean, all oh. I remember is holding on to this chick and she's squirt, driving and squirming and turning and I'm like, I thought I was going to die. <laughs> so I couldn't wait to get off. And I thought, and somebody asked me when I got off, it was better than the trunk. I go, uh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. I, the trunk was safe. No, we... no helmet, nothing. Oh, oh God. my God. Yeah, and she's squirming and turning. What'd you say? Just freaking drive, would you? <laughs> that was that, yeah, that was that a... was a great trip. I remember Dave Harrer always every morning getting up, going down to the beach. Yeah, well, I remember the first two to get up every day. You would stay. You had a. I would sleep out in the living room. But yeah. T and I were the first two up, and we remember we'd grab the surfboards and we'd go down. Didn't you and Hara jump the fence the one night? Yep. And you guys were surfing at night? No, no, no. No. No, they, we were on the way home from somewhere, and those two jumped that fucking fence through that refinery that was over there. Right. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah. Huntington Beach or whatever. No, El Segundo. Oh, was that what it was? Yeah, it was El Segundo. Okay. I remember the refinery being there. That was insane. Mm. Oh my god, that, that was a good time. And day, I I couldn't believe uh, Hara passed away, man. I oh, know, sad. I can't believe that, you know. But I, I you know, Newman said he had kind of gone off a little bit. <laughs> you know, he got out there. He got California got the best of him. Yeah, I mean, he's he was always that way, right? You know, uh, a little before his time, and then a little. A little early of his time too. He did. He was like he was like a sixty. He was like a guy who should be living in the sixty. Oh, yeah. But he was more mature than all of us when we were growing up. That's what was odd. Just, I mean, literally one of the smartest people I ever met in my life, though. Yeah. He Funny, just, fun to hang out with. Oh God. God, he, he was hilarious. He that he was Rain Man before there was Rain Man. He literally was. <laughs> he well, I don't know because he had the personality though. He had personality. Yeah, plus. no, I mean, I mean, just talking about numbers. Oh I mean, yeah, he was. He was the just guy's so... math skills were legendary. Fucking wow. NASA hired him one summer just to solve problems for him. <laughs> Goodwill hunting. Huh? Yeah, he was. He was Goodwill hunting. Good yeah, Will he hunting, was fucking yeah. insane. Wow. Yeah. But yeah, then he ended up. I don't know who he was working for out there in San Francisco. He's developing, I looked it up, I think he was developing a lot of different apps to help the government. So, you know, it's just... Which government? Crazy. <laughs> yeah, ours. <laughs> China. I'm just kidding. You never know with him, though. No, you never know. He probably put those silent fucking hacks in there every time something happens. 
He's probably got the worm in there. Nah, good dude, man. That was a fun trip. So who was it? It was us three, right? Doug. Doug, Hara. Doug. Hara. Then we met Scotty. No, Smeagol wasn't with us that time. Dave wasn't out there? No, he was. Not on the trip I went. No. Yeah. No? No. Not the trip I went. I only went out with you guys once, and it was just us three and Doug and Hara. Hara. And that was it. That's it? That was it. Yeah, we stayed at Scotty's place. Remember at the... Do you remember going to the Philly airport and we were waiting for the gate and we were all like already hammered before we got on the plane? We were, and then we Down had, the I think, wasn't that like Southwest or something we took? I don't even remember what the airline was. We drank I don't the whole fucking time out. We drank and, at the airport before we got on the plane. And then we were, before the plane boarded, we were drunk. Then we got on the plane, we were drunk. Oh my God. As far as we got there. I remember uh, Doug and Harris sitting in front of me on the plane and uh, and remember they had like you could see the cockpit they had the the camera <laughs> behind the cockpit so you could actually see what the the pilots were looking at and the um, hair is like wouldn't it be funny if the one freaking pilot smokes a joint lights it up and passes it to the other pilot oh god <laughs> yeah, that's, like shit that that's funny yeah that was a good time though man yeah. good time good time that was shit forty years ago. <laughs> Oh, seems that way. No, it's 33, 34. Our our mission was to go out and see Scotty and and Kevin. Kev, yeah. Kev was working for the Clippers at that time. Yeah, he was in there. uh, Yeah, he was working for the Clippers. And and he, his very first sale was to, uh, what the hell is the guy's name? The freaking piano guy. And he ended up becoming friends with the guy. Liberace? No, no, no. Come on now. Um, the Range. He had that song, The Range. Uh, it's like the guy was from West Virginia. He was really tall. He was into basketball. Oh. Uh, well. Bruce Hornsby. Oh, okay. You remember Bruce Hornsby? Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, I don't remember that story, though. Yeah, Kev uh, sold Bruce Hornsby tickets to the Clippers, season tickets, whatever. Bruce Hornsby didn't know anybody out in Los Angeles at the time. Oh, yeah, then he became kind of friends. Yeah, they became kind of friends. That's cool. Uh, mm-hmm. That's better than being friends with Liberace, that's for sure. All right, so we're uh, we're about an hour and a half away from kickoff of the first game this weekend. we got the Raiders playing the Bengals. Okay. I think the uh, weather is supposed to be... Uh, not bad. I don't I don't know. I don't. I mean, I don't think they're getting any no, kind of snow. No, they, they were right? talking about one of the games is free... Oh, Buffalo. Buffalo. Buffalo, of course that. Absolutely, Buffalo and the so, Patriots. So Raiders in that crazy game last weekend with the oh Chargers. Oh my God, the Chargers! What, what, they could have tied or would have tied, and they would have both been in because the Raiders were yep. about to settle for a tie. And then, if that case, both teams get in. The Pittsburgh got bumped. So the ball for whatever was, reason, it was third caught, and four. Yeah. I think the Raiders had the ball at like the forty-two yard and line. The Raiders were like setting up to run the ball, which right. probably would have ran the clock out. If they, you know, didn't really rush out, and it didn't seem like they were in a big hurry to do much of anything, because well, if they tie, they're in anyway. If they don't run another play, even, they weren't going to kick a field goal because it would have been a fifty-nine yard field goal, almost right. a sixty yarder. Right. So they're like they're content with well, we're in the playoffs, fuck it, we're going to go with the tie. And then that Chargers coach calls the timeout. Now my only thinking behind this is rookie mistake. He's thinking they're going to run. He's like. They're going to attempt this field goal. I want time on the clock so I can get the ball back, get one first down. I can try a field goal. Yeah. That's the only reason I could see him try and call a timeout. Otherwise, it's fucking insane. That, and the Raiders were like, okay, 
They run the ball, get the first down, get like 12 yards, and kick a field goal and win the game. And the Chargers well, then, go home. Then, then why would he call a timeout yeah. thinking he could get the ball back and tie it with a field goal, a field goal with the Raiders ends it? What's that? You said that he called a timeout he, thinking he, that he could get a, a, a field goal back. It was third back. down. It was third and four. Correct. So why would you why would he call a timeout again? Remember what I said. Never call a timeout when you don't have the Correct. Ball. But you just said, so why would he call a timeout? The only thing I can think that he was thinking is... Oh, so he thought that he could tie it with another field goal. Right. He but was a field like, goal for the Raiders ended it. But the thing is, the Raiders weren't in field goal position. Right. Yeah, so he should've. was like, all right, I'm I, either I'm going to force them to punt oh, okay. or something. Yeah. Or, I mean, even a punt would have been like they would have got the ball at, like inside the 20 with 10 seconds left. But I think in his and, mind... Go ahead, T. Both, you know, after that timeout, I think both coaches were thinking, all right, we're both in. We're in. It's, it's, this is it. They're going to run one more play, and that's going to be it. Yeah. But they couldn't tackle him, and he got 12 yards, and it set him in field. Then he said, all right, we'll get a field goal. But if they would have tackled yeah. him for two yards, three yards, game yeah. over. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. Tackle the guy. <clears throat> tackle the guy. It was exactly. crazy. It was just. It was a rookie mistake. I, I think, like you said, the guy kind of panicked thinking. He, did, he didn't know what was the situation. I still think that he thought we shut him down on third down here. They're going to try a field. The Raiders are going to try a field goal. The spot of that ball would have been the forty-nine yard oh, line. Oh, if he misses, and we get he a misses, chance. we okay. get a chance. One yeah. first down, and we're kicking a field. We're goal. kicking a field. Goal. So he wanted time on the clock. Only reason I can see in any way yeah, that why yeah, he did what he yeah, did. Yeah. He was in the playoffs. He was in the playoffs. You know? I'll, I'll tell you what's impressive about the Chargers is their quarterback. His arm is a cannon. That kid I mean, is that terrific. Fire. That kid is terrific. The whole game plan for the Raiders was keep him on the sideline. He's explosive, right. that kid. That was, I don't even know where he was. Where was he drafted? Top 10. Good question. Yeah. He's out of Oregon, right? He's Oregon, yeah. yeah he I, I, I think he was first rounder. I mean, I'm pretty sure he was first rounder, but I, I think he was like maybe, like you said, 10. Like Kind of like a Mahomes deal where they knew what they had in him. I mean, Maybe it wasn't tough because the Chargers haven't been that awful. Maybe it was top 15. I don't know. Middle of the first round. But, I mean, this I, I think the kid it, you know, ended up being a lot better than anybody thought. And this kid is oh, hes yeah. going to be a player, man. He's going to be really yeah, he, good. He already is. He's, yeah. he's one of the best in the – This kid is something else. Yeah, he's, he's definitely one of the best right now, um, I think, mm. um, in the best card. I'm – and now, so we get to see Joe Burrow here in the first game. Yeah, so right? what do you think? Oh, did you see uh, ESPN? <clears throat> they had uh, Coach O on talking about Joe Burrow and uh, Chase, who are both on the Bengals. Yeah, yeah. So they're talking them up. And one of the things I always thought was Coach O has the best coach voice. And, <clears throat> and so they, they set him up, and they're like, Coach always would end every, every interview with, Go Tigers. And he goes, well, now both of your boys are on the Bengals. Can we get a Go Bengals? He goes, absolutely. Go Bengals. And he's awesome. I yeah. love I love that uh, voice because those are the voices of a football coach. Right. You know, they're raspy because they're yelling at you. Alan Dorfer. Alan Dorfer. Yeah, go Tigers! I, I loved his voice. <laughs> I could just play his voice all the time and say, "Get ready for football, man." Yeah. So I, you know, I I do like Joe Burrow. I think he's. I think that's a difference. I think the Bengals win because of Burrow. I think they're gonna they got a good offense. They're, they're gonna win defense. and they're gonna cover. They're going to win and cover, so it's minus four. Bengals minus no, four. It's, it's down to four? It's four. I think it was yeah. five. I thought it was six. Yeah, it's four right now. Touchdown. Okay. Yeah. Uh, it's four. I um, I think the Bengals win that one and cover. So the Bengals do not have a great offensive line. 
But Joe Burrow is playing at a level right now that is just like... Yeah, but do the Raiders have a good defensive line to challenge them? They do. You think so? I think the Raiders get some sacks, man. They I get, mean, they, they got, got that Crosby me. kid, but kid other than that, that I mean, you know, I don't see... The Raiders are a weird team. If the Raiders play like they played against the Eagles, they can't be beat. They've got the talent to beat anybody, but they're just a... They've been a dumb team for like thirty years. That's why I can't stand. I think Deshaun yeah. takes him takes up takes the top off today. Deshaun, is he back? Is he playing for the Raiders today? He is. <laughs> oh God, he'll get he'll get a touchdown and get hurt. Still alive? He's he still alive. Yeah, right. <laughs> he'll get his one or two long shots. And then he'll get hurt. Oh, I'm hurt. Yeah. So uh, I know, don't know. Um, I I really think you know I would be leaning towards the Raiders if this was Joe Burrow's first real big game but it's not it's and not. he's really seasoned into a good pro he's played and in big moments yeah they were talking yeah, about that is. i don't know if you saw it on espn they were he's talking about how he rises to the occasion in big moments and they mentioned a few in this season in week 16 and 17 where he had big big games and he really showed out he was terrific yeah so, yeah. yeah i agree with you there it comes down to the well, that's basically what it comes down to these playoff games coaching and quarterback yeah, yeah. and you know, it's just the smart people who, you know, are you going to do the smart things? Yep. And, you know, not call a stupid timeout or call a timeout. Yeah. Uh, so the next game tonight is Patriots at the Bills. The last time they played, I think the Patriots threw the ball three times. <laughs> right. Um, and today may be very similar because it's very windy and cold. weather, amazingly. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that'll be an interesting game. Belichick's always playoff ready. Um, Bills Mafia, the crowd will be insane up there, and it's, so it's Bills minus five. Um, what do you guys think? Go ahead, Dave. Buffalo. Buffalo. And here's why. Yep. I I did some work in Buffalo for. I, we had an office there for ten years, and I was traveling back and forth. And those Buffalo fans, you know, it's the only. First of all, little fact, it's the only New York state. Has, uh, as a state team in New York is the Buffalo Bills. Yeah, it's true. Because the others are in, in Jersey. Jersey, okay. True. And and they, if you didn't know that, New York Buffalo, they will tell you in Western New York. So the fans are very loyal, and they come out, they show out, and every time they beat the Patriots, it's almost like you know they won the Super Bowl. And it could be week three of the season. They, they, they hate just, the Patriots. They, they hate the Patriots. Yeah, they don't just and hate Brady. They, they hate the Patriots. Really? Why, why is it well, so if you look, not, I mean, they're in the same division. I get the that. New York Thruway goes yeah. right into Boston, mm-hmm. so it's a straight shot from Buffalo to Boston. Okay. So I don't know what it is about that. There, it's just been this. It's been a long rivalry between yeah. these two. Well, I mean, there's a New York City rivalry with uh, Boston. I get that. I mean, I, I agree with you. I mean, uh, they're they're infamous the uh, the, the Buffalo uh, Mafia. Um, they're they're very loyal. There's nothing else up there. You, you got the Sabers, but they don't have they they lost the Braves in basketball years ago. They don't have a baseball team. Yeah. So I mean, the fewer teams you have, the more loyal you're going to be to the teams you have. So yeah, football I mean, is their thing, man. So yeah, so I, I, I totally here. enjoy hearing about the Buffalo Mafia and how crazy, and it's cold as shit, and you're going to see a bunch of crazy guys, just like you in, in Philly, with the shirts off, and they're going crazy, and I, I mean, that's why I'm going to pick, uh, I'll pick Buffalo, but I don't know if they cover, I think it's going to be tight, but I think Buffalo will win. Five points, yeah, I don't know, um, 
I think the Patriots do, like you said, keep it close enough. I, I don't know. Um, Belichick, I mean, Max, same thing as, as what Dave said earlier about Joe Burrow. Mac can rise to these games. He's been on the big stage. Um, I don't really see that being a problem for him. Yeah. And um, they can run the ball. They proved it the first time against sure the Bills. Did. So maybe the Bills in this turn say, you know what, we're taking away the run because they got a great defense. Mm-hmm. Beat us through the air. Yeah. And yeah. Um, that could be a problem for the Patriots. Yeah. The Patriots just lost to the. Did they just lose to the Dolphins, or is it? Yeah, they just lost last game of the year to the Dolphins. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah. and I, I don't. So even, I was hoping the Dolphins would lose and get a higher pick. What's he's that? won a lot of games because of coaching, not because of talent. Oh, right. Belichick for sure, and he's a defensive-minded guy, so he'll come oh, yeah. up with something to you know switch it up and throw them a curveball or two. So you guys are saying Bills Mafia? So I say Bills, but I think it's going to be really tight. Yeah. I've been to, I've gone, I, my buddies and I, um, you know, Mike San and, and a whole group of Scotty went. Um, so Scotty went with me to this game up to Buffalo. Mm. And um, I've been to a ton of away games. Tampa, Carolina, um, Nashville to see the Titans. I've been everywhere to see the Eagles. That was the only place I felt unsafe as an Eagles fan is in, in Buffalo. Buffalo. Really? We had to buddy up to go to the bathroom. Ah, people were so nice. Yeah, bullshit. Really? <laughs> it was fucking nasty. And it was like a September game. And, uh, you know, McNabb. No, it was Michael Vick. Um, and the Eagles oh. had a chance at the end, right? Buffalo's winning. Buffalo got out in front way early. Um, they had that running back out of Clemson who just tore him up. Um, and Spiller? Spiller. C.J. Spiller, Spiller had a day. And then uh, and Fitzpatrick was their quarterback okay, way yeah. back. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, and so they're blowing us out. The Eagles come all the way back, get it within a touchdown, and they stop the Bills. And it's a fourth down, and they go to punt. We got no timeouts left. We stop them, shut them down. They got to punt to us. We're going to go down, you know, whatever. And somebody jumps off sides, and that's it. I remember that game. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely remember, yeah, I remember that game. Yeah, how stupid. Yes. And I they run out the clock and game over. Yes. But. But yes, yeah, Scotty yes, was yes. at that game with me. And oh, I remember when he jumped on like, oh, my God. I think they lost another game the same way later in the season. He was jumping off sides. Yeah, but it was, man, it, as soon as we pulled in, you know, we stayed up there. You know, we went out. We had a lot of fun. Yeah. And. Um, had buffalo wings, obviously. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, they got a, uh, Duff's is the best place up there. Duff's? Like the Simpsons? Duff yeah. beer? <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, it's wings. Their, their wings are amazing. I mean, they're, yeah. they're the best. Oh, that's cool. Not the Anchor Bar. The well, anchor I mean, bar. that's where Buffalo Wings are from. It's from Buffalo. Yeah. yeah. That's great. Yeah, Duff's is the best. Yeah, I heard, so. I heard it's... I, I've, I've only driven through Buffalo, but I heard it's a very nice place and it's very cool to hang out with. Yep. Extra crispy. Right, Dave? You've, you've had them? Yep. You've had Anchor Bar oh, and nice. Duff's? Now, Anchor yep. Bar is in a nasty neighborhood in downtown <laughs> Buffalo. Yeah, they franchised it and there's all over the place. Yeah, they even have one at the airport. They even yeah, have, they do. Yeah. But uh, I like Duff's because Duff's has three now, three locations, or they did, and one out by the airport um, that I used to go to because I'd stay in that hotel right by the airport. Yeah. um, So then we go to the third game of the weekend. The first one tomorrow is the Birds. Birds and Brady and the Bucks. Eagles are now minus eight and a half, it is, current line. Okay. Um, I just think this is my take on it. I just think that Brady will pick apart that defense. Unless 
Uh, Robin, that's who I'm calling uh, Jonathan Gannon, the Eagles defense. Oh, group. Christ. You know, he, he reminds me of Robin, Batman and Robin. He I'm looks like second. the boy Wonder, you know? He looks like him, but he should. Well, and I wasn't a big fan of the DC him. comic. I love Batman, yeah. but I wasn't a fan of the DC comics or whatever. Yeah. What the fuck did Robin ever do, by the way? How about on a TV show? He was always getting into trouble. Exactly. That guy was tougher than him. <laughs> Fuck him, man. He was, he was a bad man. Help me. You know, I shouldn't have brought you. What you did know, he ever why do? Why don't you stay to help? Did he Alfred ever... was tougher than fucking Robin. Did he ever, did he ever rescue Batman? He never no. rescued Batman shit. Batman always had to rescue Robin. He was Robin. a little crybaby, too. He was. You know what? Stay the bitch. fuck home. Well, you know, that's what I think bitch. our coach, our defense coordinator, looks he, like Robin. Well, yeah, he sucks. <laughs> yeah, I, I have to agree. I mean, I think the Eagles may keep it close if they run the ball. Stick to the plan, right. but I think Brady is just going to pick our shitty ass defense apart. The only good thing, and there's a good and bad to it, is we got the draft with all our picks. And I don't know about you, but I'm watching that Bama Georgia game. Like he would look good in green. Yeah, yeah. He would look good in exactly. Green. Uh, and mainly just defensive guys. But of course we got Howie, and he's you know talk about the boy blunder. He'll fuck some shit up too. But I mean, I'm thinking, man, let's build up our defense. But I, I, for this game, I think the difference is Brady's going to pick our D apart, and they, that's why the Bucks are going to win. Yeah, I, I don't think they'll cover. I think the Eagles will come back like the, like last yeah. time, make it blow the fucking cover. But the, the Buccaneers are going to win. What do you think, Dave? Wow, you guys are really hard on your team. Yeah, you're supposed to pick your team. Yeah, well, we're no, realists. We're real. We are. We are realists. We've always been realists. I understand. That is being right, nice, so, Dave. <laughs> so let me give you a little little insight. You know, the whole we're not going to get into the whole Antonio Brown triangle. I mean, oh, for God's sake, that guy's about. mental health is shot. Right. So anyway, before that, in one game, the Buccaneers lost Fournette, the running back, mm-hmm. and they lost. Godwin uh, for a knee out for the season, and then they lost because of COVID. They lost um, Evans. Uh, Evans. Is Evans right, playing? So Evans, is back. Evans is playing. Evans, Evans is back. Evans is. Yeah, he is something week. else. That kid. Yeah. yeah. He catches so, everything. The body of a tight end. The speed they of a receiver. Up, the last two games, they've gotten some of their players who really haven't been playing that much in as a defense or I mean as receivers. And they've really gotten into the game a little bit better. But realistically, Brady's number one target is number Gronk. 87. Gronk. Gronk. He hits him, and then he and he goes to the other tight end, and it's just back and forth, down the field, just rumbling, tumbling. And they got he three just, good tight ends. Going. Get the kid out yeah. of Alabama, O.J. Howard, right? Um, the best. Cameron Bray. Cameron Bray is awesome. Yeah, he is great. But the best draft pick they had was last year in the draft when they took uh, the the uh, left tackle from uh, Iowa, Riffs, and that kid is going to get rookie of the year. They showed him in a video, and I don't know how the heck he can do it. He's in a pool, four feet of water, and he jumps from the pool Ow, to the top yeah, of the deck. I saw that. I saw. I mean, I saw Nick Parsons do that. that. That's fucking He's 300 some pounds. Yeah, well, Parsons not 300. Yeah, pounds. that's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. They, I mean, the kid is unbelievable. I mean, they've, wow. he played every down this year. He's played every snap, and he, you know, the sack. He's protected Brady's backside, and he's a rookie. You know, so that's the thing with Brady. He knows. He has those linemen so schooled that they know exactly where he's going to be. Yeah. He just steps yeah. up and stays in that pocket. And he'll just step up or right or like yeah. just enough time to give well, himself. Well, you know he's not going to run. 
No. He's not going to run, and he's going to just make just enough of a move to give him a, another second or two. But right. he's so, so good at putting the ball exactly where he, he does. To. You know, I saw some on ESPN where like these guys were kind of ripping him, like, "Well, you know, <laughs> after Antonio Brown walked off, you need the talent, you need this and that." Bullshit. When he was at the Patriots. He had a guy who was a former lacrosse player at Penn State, not a former football player, and he made that dude look like a stud. Yeah. And that, I, I think the three of us could play with Brady, and he'd look, make us look pretty good. He's going back to playing lacrosse, by the way. For who? The pro lacrosse, I heard. Fuck. Yeah. I never even heard of the guy before until fucking Brady started throwing to him. Right. Well, I, I think it's if the Eagles control the ball, run their game, Right, and don't try to dink it and dunk it like they've trying to been doing because they're double think. Like you said, I thought the same thing, Norm. That the Eagles are over thinking that the other team's defense uh, just play your game, make them adjust to you. Yep. And if the Eagles can do that and control the ball and keep Brady off the field, I think it'll be a close game. Um, but I have to, I have to say, uh, you know, like you guys, I don't think they're going to cover, but I think Brady's going to be the factor and I think they're going to win. So. Yeah, I definitely think so. I, I, you know, the Eagles are an enigma. You just don't know what to expect. You don't know what to expect from Jalen Hurts, right? Is, you know, is he going to be hyped up or is he going right. to be relaxed? He's played in big games. He, you know, is, is he if he's going to be on? I don't know. You know, are they going to keep it simple for him? Yeah. I don't think he's the problem. I think, like we've been saying, it's the coaches overthinking. I think I, I, I like Hurts. I think if you ask him to do whatever, he's going to do whatever it takes to win. I think it's the coaches trying to outthink themselves. And then you look at the defense. First, a coach sucks. He's robbing. And they just don't have the talent to hang with a very good quarterback who, who knows, hey, I'm going to throw it over here 10 yards. I'm going to pop it over there. I'm going to drop a dime there. They don't have the talent on defense, and the coach blows. And I think, you know, it, it, Sirianni may try to overthink this. You know, just go straight ben, forward. Ben. Our identity is smash-mouth football. Stick to it. So it, The Bucks' defense is a, is above average. Their defensive line is fantastic. Well, that Vita Vea. One of their best. That yeah, Vita Vea, just, they just re-signed him. And, he's a beast. Uh, we just got back Shaq Barrett, who was out, right. and he came back last game, and he is unbelievable. Uh, so, you know, linebacking core and safeties, I mean, they're, they're above average. Let's just say that. I'm not going to say they're outstanding, but they're above average. So, Ronald Jones is out, and Fournette is, you know, he's got the hammy. Is he going to play? No, Fournette's out. Fournette's out? Oh, yeah, he's been out for the last two weeks. No, no, no. Is he playing this week? Uh, I think he's out. They announced that he was going to be out for the remainder of the season. Or if he came back, it would be in the third round of the playoffs, if anything. Oh, he's listed as questionable. I was pretty sure because they've been running Ronald Jones because he's they out. don't like the kids. He well, they were running him sparingly because they were trying to get him back into the game um, because uh, Fournette was doing most of the carries. But in the beginning of the year, they were sharing it. It was you know they were basically going one for one, um, so they'd have him all year long. Well, now you know Ronald Jones is hurt, but he's been carrying the bulk of the load the last two games. I mean, the Bucs should have lost against the Jets. I don't know if you guys saw the end of that. Yeah, game. They, they should have lost that game. The Jets actually they gave them that horrible. game. Jets fucking stupid. Yeah, we stupid were watching game. that game together. Another it was stupid. Bengals nearly fucked up a game. Um, yeah. So, but, well, if if Fournette doesn't I mean, go, they I'm got... I'm pretty sure Fournette's out, but I could be wrong. Wow, then that means you got Le'Veon Bell and uh, Gio Bernard. Yeah, he's not. 
Le'Veon Bell is is a, a prima donna. He just stands oh, around Antonio back there for a hole. Hit is the it? hole. Hit the hole. Yeah. And that, that's what uh, a team, if you think about teams with Brady, they always had a guy who just ran downhill. Hit the hole, man. Pick up your three, four yards and keep it short, uh, uh, you know, third and four, third and five for Brady, and he'll get it. And Gio's a third down back, so... Maybe the maybe the maybe the Buccaneers just passed the whole game. Who knows? Um, I don't know. And if they do, it's bad for the Eagles. It wouldn't scare you. I mean, it, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, I would. Brady throw the ball fifty sometimes. Yeah, throw for another like five hundred yards. That's not good for us. Like Super Bowl fifty two. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't be good for us. Uh, okay. Although he has been turning the ball over a good bit this year, I think Brady has. He's had some interceptions. He's had some bad games. I mean, the the Redskins. Owned his ass. Um, the next game up is the 49ers and Cowboys. Uh, the 4 o'clock game tomorrow. That should be an interesting one. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the 49ers D can stop the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys, what they did to the Redskins, I realize they had to, they lost to the Cardinals. But I just think the, I think the Cowboys are pretty scary this year. I don't see them. Hmm. I, I don't see the 49ers beating the Cow, Cowboys. It's minus three. Yeah. Uh, I think the Cowboys win that one by 10 plus. Yeah, I think the Cowboys win it by at least a touchdown. There's that offense is so freaking good. And Dak is, I'm you sorry, know, but Dak is pretty fucking that, good. That's another team. If they just ran the ball all the time, and they have two great running backs, they could beat beat most teams. Just just run the ball. Right. You know, Dak is good, but he's better with just like our guy. You know, you play action pass and open it up for him. But they got two dynamic runners. What do you and think? They got Dave? a great line. Cowboys are scary. Um, it's just that they, against the teams that, that you cross off the Eagles game because the Eagles didn't play their starters, so cross that game off. If you look at the other games they played, they played, they beat the teams they should have beat, and they beat them handily. So, um, you know, I see the same thing this game. Um, the 49ers, you know, if we were talking this was the early 90s and the Cowboys 49ers, it would be a really big game, but yeah. it's not. I think it will be. I think it'll be a just good in. game. And I like that. Uh, Samuel, what is it? Cowboys yeah, Swain Samuel. Debo, they're, they're running Debo. him in. They're throwing it to him. That dude's a out fucking out beast. Carolina. He's a beast. Yeah, he's playing well. Um, and then but, the late night game tomorrow night. Steelers and the Chiefs. Um, Steelers, hey, they earned, sort of earned their way into the playoffs. Again, I'm, I give Mike Tomlin credit. He's never had a losing season. No. Never had a losing season as a coach. Um, yeah. yeah, I give him credit for that. But I think the Steelers spent their entire energy getting to the playoffs. And I think they're done. Now, that being said, the Chiefs are going to win, but I don't think they cover because I think they have 12 and a half. Yeah, I don't think they covered at 12 and a half. But the Chiefs are going to win that game. Dave? Chiefs all the way. Yeah, I, I said that would be the big blowout of the weekend um, until until Ben spoke. And then I was like, they are coming in. The Steelers are coming in so don't relaxed. give a fuck, relaxed. They're just going to go have fun out there. Um, Juju's game. back. Juju's been out the freaking half the season. He's back. Deontay Johnson's good. They have a decent running game with Najee Harris. Their defense is fucking amazing. If Ben has something left in him, and the Chiefs play like sloppy like they've played most of the year, this could be an interesting game. Yeah. 
Well, the Chiefs started out really slow this year, but then they came on. I mean, they've been playing like they should be. They've been playing like the normal Chiefs the last half of the season. Especially and their defense. Yeah. Their defense. I don't know. I, um, I can't see Pittsburgh winning this game. I don't see Pittsburgh winning, but I don't see them getting blown out because of their coach. And like you say, this may be Ben's last hurrah. And I think keeping it close may be maybe just, his. That Steelers' D is so good. Um, yeah. it's, a, it's one of those like 27-22 games. So I don't think the Chiefs cover. I, I originally had that as a blowout. Originally looking at it on yeah. paper, I was like, you're going to And then the more I thought about it, and then Ben comes out and says his comments, like, hey, we're going to get blown out, you know? And he was just joking and... And I was like, I see what he's doing here. And I'm like, you, you know what? They're nice. just going to go have some fun out there in Kansas City. Okay. So, and might then the last game. game to play, say it again? might be a good game to play the over. Yeah, you think? Yeah. What's the over-under on that yeah. one? Cause, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I think that if the Steelers have that don't-give-a-shit attitude, they're going to be mm-hmm. lighting it up. they got to score a lot of points to beat them. They just have not been scoring points. That's their problem. They keep it tight. And they keep it low. All their, if it's a high-scoring game, Chiefs win it in a runaway. But because the Steelers just can't score points, that's their problem. Um, Monday night game, which weird, right? Whoever wins this game Real is weird. at a disadvantage going into the following week. Why would they play? Well, it doesn't matter. They're playing on a Monday night. They got one less yeah, day. One less. You know what I mean? So if you're playing a team like, let's say, the Rams win or the Cards win, whatever, and they got to play the Bucks the next week. Um, you know what I mean? It's like a team that played at one o'clock. Now it's a day and a half, man. That's a that's a big difference. When it's kind of from- like what the Raiders are going through this week. They uh, played. They were the, one of the last games on Sunday. They came down. It was a meaningful game. They came down in the last few seconds, and here they are, the first game this week. Yeah. So if this holds chalk, right? So let's just say this stays chalk. So the Rams win, beat the Cards, then they got to go to um, the Bucks, right? So did they play that on? Well, who's late game? who plays Green Bay? Uh, probably the winner of the Cowboys 49ers. I say it's Cowboys, right? So the Cowboys would play. Cowboys are the three seed. Yeah, Rams are the two, or the oh no, shoot, the Bucks are the two. Oh okay. Um, so then yeah okay. So then the Rams would go to the Bucks, I guess. Hmm. Hmm. Or whoever wins that game. So I don't know. Unless the Eagles win. Yeah, right. There's so many different factors in here. Who knows, right? Um, Cardinals could beat the Rams. I mean, they've beaten them before this season. Um, I think they do beat them. You do? Okay. Yeah, I think they do beat them. Yeah, I it's think a, that's one upset there. I don't know if that's I think really the Cardinals an upset. legitimately have a chance to win that game. I think they do. Yeah, they just the thing I is, mean, with, if they're get, getting four, it's it, not it's, that, you know. You like to see a team. Be hot going into the playoffs. The only good game the Cards played was that game against the Cowboys. Mm-hmm. You know, um, they probably shouldn't have won that game. Even the Cardinals just aren't good without uh, Hopkins. I just haven't seen much of them this year. That's the only thing I can't either. Either team. I haven't seen. I've seen maybe one game of each. Yeah, and it's like the Rams have been up, up and down, down all season. Down, you know, yeah. it's like it's a weird team. So I just. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I like the Rams there myself, but it's only minus four. I don't know if, I don't know if, even if they cover that minus four. Cardinals got a good defense, and uh, the Watt brothers coming back this week, J.J. For who? 
Jay the Cardinals. Jay. Oh, he plays for the Cardinals. What are they going to just stick him up with a pole like El said? He's dead. They're going to ride him out. Yeah, he can. He's I mean, good his for brother's a ball player for uh, Pittsburgh. He tied so. Strahan's record last week. Yeah. Hey, so uh, that's it for the NFL. Did you see this one? Anybody see this one about Draymond Green and the bet the other night? The Did bet? you see this, Dave? Bet. So at eight thirty-one, before the game is about to tip off, right? The Warriors are playing. I don't even remember who they're playing. Um, so they announced that um, the Warriors announced, or the public relations Twitter feed posted that uh, Draymond Green would be on the court for the tip-off, but just only for the tip-off because it was Clay Thompson's first game back, right? Mm-hmm. So they're, he's going to go out there. He's going to be out for the, the tip-off. On Sorry. the court or just on the, on the sideline? Okay. On the court. Is he hurt or something? No, he just, uh, I, I really don't know what's going on, right? Um, but it was Clay Thompson's first game. Oh, he had a, I'm sorry, he has a calf issue. Draymond Green had a calf issue, right? So anyway, the game didn't tip off till 840. So there were over and unders out there that said Green would have seven and a half points, eight and a half rebounds, eight and a half assists. So he's just going out for the tip off, basically. And people saw on Twitter that he said, that they said he was just going out for, so FanDuel and all these other betting sites didn't have a chance to adjust because the the feed came out that they were at 831. They never had a chance. People fucking loaded up the bets on Draymond Green, and everybody took the under on all these things. Millions of dollars. I think it was upwards of like $40 million were bet on the under, like different, and it was like, it just went wow. nuts. So what did he do? Did he just go out for the tip-off? So that? the only one that is paying out was FanDuel. So FanDuel, you know, they tried to remove the props, whatever, within minutes of seeing the report. But anyway, they, they owned up. Um, most of the sports books were trying to pull it off the board, but people got their bets in. Uh, but FanDuel owned up, and, and they were paying them out. Um, we're going to pay us. I don't know what the other betting sites did, wow. but that was fucking crazy. <laughs> you know? So, did you hear about that one? No. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I think it's great. I, I really do, because, you know, everybody that was betting, was calling their friends. Hey, you got to put your exactly. money on this because they made a mistake. Yeah. yeah, everybody was calling their brother. That's it. Just spiraled right there. Everybody, yeah. you call two friends. I call two friends, and he just loaded up and take the big dog down. I mean, they make so much money anyway. So, oh hell yeah, yeah, <laughs> no I, doubt. So I said, good for them. Good for them. All right. So so every weekday we do dead or alive. So, oh. Okay. This week, I focused in on one area and one area oh, only. God. As long as it's not the Charles Nelson Riley. No, we, you know, by the way, it was his birthday this past week. <laughs> was it really? Yeah, I saw it. I was going to text you like, this motherfucker tripped me up. <laughs> hey, Charles fucking Nelson. he died like in 2010, that dick. <laughs> Famous for nothing. He probably died of fucking AIDS. <laughs> probably. He was. He, you know what he was famous for? Being on Broadway in Bye Bye Birdie. Oh, was he? And he probably had like a he was cameo. famous for match game, and that's it. Well, that's well, that's the reason they like, brought him. He got to be famous for a little something. All right, so Wait, Dave, have you heard the Dead or Alive? Like, when he was on Match Game, it was like him and Brett, and you were like, "Who are these two people?" Yeah, right. and then right. it was like Fanny Flag. Like, who the fuck is this fat bitch? <laughs> what is she? Oh, she's funny. <laughs> really? I don't see it. Uh, I used to love. It. I loved that show. I still it was love. funny. It was a great show, but it's like. 
who they why are these people fun? Uh, Richard Dawson I knew from the Hogan's Heroes he's the only dude I like yeah Richard Dawson Gene Raver dirty Raver was like he was uh, he'd yeah. always like fancy up to the girl like and he had that yeah. long ass microphone he'd sit up there so and Richard so, Dawson be smoking a cigarette oh yeah and he'd be like, and all the girls loved him so it's like yeah Richard Dawson's a man mm-hmm. um so Dead or Alive I'm, I focused on 80s music this week Billy Idol is alive yeah. alright so somehow. the first one up give, <laughs> give Dave a chance to answer first <laughs> right, and then you right, answer right, and right. then I'll tell you guys the answer first one up is Tina Turner alive oh wait she just died she just died she's dead she's dead Jimmy I say she's alive I don't remember hearing that she's alive at 82 years old really Something on the news the other day. Maybe it was Ike who just died. He, he beat her and then died. Uh, Ike died years ago. Ike's dead. All right, the next one, lead singer for the Cars, Rick Ocasek. Jimmy can go first. From the what car? Oh, I don't even know the fuck that is. But, yeah, I'll say he's alive. Dave, Rick Ocasek. The Cars? The Cars. He's alive. He died in 2019 at 75 years old. Damn. Okay. Well, it's car crash, man. All right. Uh, next up, Dave, you're first. Michael Hutchins, lead singer of In Excess. I'm gonna take a wild shot and say he's alive. Jimmy, I'll go with alive too. He died in 1997. He actually um, hung, um, accidentally hung himself while playing with himself. Is the I don't he know if that's an urban. Accident? What the fuck? He had a he noose was 37 his neck years... and he fucking accidentally. He was jerking <laughs> off and yeah. She didn't mean to do that. He was married, had like a bunch of kids, 37 years old. Michael Hutchins, dead. All right, uh, Jimmy, you're up first. Robert Palmer. Robert Palmer just died recently. He died within the last few years. Dave? Dead. Dead? Dead. Did he die within the last few years? I think he did. I don't I'm know, addicted to love. But I tell you, those girls who sung behind him, they were smoking. Oh, uh, they were smoking. Woo! Uh, so he died in 2003 at 54 oh, years old. Wasn't a few, but he's dead. <laughs> dead is dead, Norm. Don't be me fucking trying to take points away from me. All right, who's up? Uh, Dave's up first. Meatloaf. Uh, he is. There was some news on him. I got to say he's dead. I say he's alive. He is alive. He's He's 74 years old. Meatloaf is alive. Big fatty meatloaf. He's still alive, though. <laughs> he is. He is alive. Um, Jimmy, Tom Petty. Okay, this game. Tom Petty's dead. Tom Petty died, what, last year or the year before? Dave, Tom Petty? Dead. Yeah, he died in dead. 2017 at 67. Oh, yeah, okay. see, these last couple of years just fly by. Yeah, they've been a nightmare. Yeah, yeah I remember. All right, Dave, you're up. Lionel Richie. Lionel's alive. Lionel's alive. Lionel's alive. He's 72 years old. All right, Jimmy, you're up first. Mm-hmm. Lead singer from Cool in the Gang, James J.T. Taylor. Oh, I'll say he's alive. Dave? I'm going to say he's dead. Night and <laughs> right. You say dead? Dead. All right. He is alive at 68 years old. Uncle, Char- is Uncle, Uncle Charlie's still alive, though, right? I don't know who Uncle Charlie is. He's Jimmy. in Cool in the Gang. All right, how about Ronald Bell? Other singer in Cool in the Gang. Dave, you're up Dead. first. Jimmy? Dead. I'll say alive. He died in 2020 at 69. Dave, you are correct. I'm a bell. All right. Former running back for Michigan State. <laughs> Jimmy, Sheila E. Glamorous Life. She's alive. Dave? Alive. 
She is alive. She's 64. Apollonia's dead. Dave uh, Vanity. Ah! I knew it! Yes! All right! Go ahead. Uh, alive. Vanity's alive. Apollonia's dead. Vanity died in 2016. Oh, then I got it mixed up. You did. Oh, damn it. Vanity's alive. I At 57 dead. years old. They looked exactly fucking alike. How they about did. Prince finding two uh, hot chicks that looked exactly alike? So, yeah. So, Vanity, Apollonia played who actually was Vanity in the movie. And then Apollonia became, you know, yeah. No, they switched. So, who died? So, it was Vanity. Vanity died. She was a candy. Vanity she died. was actually from candy. candy. So, it started as Vanity 6. They made it Apollonia 6. Yes. So vanity died, Apollonia is still alive. Correct. Cor- okay, yeah, yeah, okay. Damn, man, he looked exactly alike. All right, I think Dave's up. Uh, how about we're doing Run DMC, DJ Run, Joseph Simmons. Dead. Dead, he got shot. Actually, DJ Run, Joseph Simmons is alive at 57. DJ Run? Uh, oh, Run, oh, who's the DJ to do? Uh, Jimmy, DMC, Daryl McDaniels, also from Run DMC. Which one is it? He's DMC, Daryl McDaniels, DMC. So it's Run, DMC. Who was the guy who, there was the two Stop, front guys. Just, I didn't ask Simmons. you that. Did I ask you that guy? I don't give a fuck. It was Joseph, I don't know who did. They all they had the fucking hat DJ Run was on. Joseph Simmons. Uh-huh. He's the guy with the hat that, you know. And they had two and guys with the hat, and who was the DJ in the back? What was his fucking name? Jam Master J, but I didn't get to him yet. Okay, so Jam Master J is dead. The other two are alive. <laughs> This motherfucker. Sorry, I mean, I'm trying to, you know, I don't know their fucking names. Daryl McDaniels. He said dead, I'm saying dead. No, I no. said he's alive. I said the DJ dude is dead. Yeah, the DJ dude right, did get murdered. Jam Master right, J got murdered in 2002. So Simmons is a, a preacher. Yeah. The other dude fucking lost Correct. his voice. And then the, the, the DJ dude got shot. He did. He got shot in 2002. Come on, I know my Crestmont news. All right, uh, Dave. ZZ Top's Billy Gibbons. Is that the drummer? Nope. Guitarist. He just died. Jimmy? I say dead. He is alive at 72. One of them dudes just died. (laughs) Jimmy, the bass player, Dusty Hill. Dusty Hill. Fucking, they look, both look dusty. Fucking, they both look no, like they rode in the one dirt. No, just died because they were supposed to appear here in Tampa. Right, they one of them just died. Dusty, dusty Hill just died in 2021 at 72 years old. fucking look alike. Christ on All right, how about Laura Branigan? She sang Gloria. Gloria. In South Gloria. Yeah, she's a Gloria. Hiding. Who's that? Uh, Dave's up. Oh, no, Dave went first. Dave. Uh, uh, you said dead? I say alive. Uh, Laura Branigan. She died in 2004 at 52 years old. Laura Brannigan. Gloria. All right, last one for Dead or Alive. Irene Cara. Jimmy goes first. What did she sing? Um, Irene Cara, was she the What a feeling. And she sang fame. And I say she's alive. She was young. Dave? Alive. She's still alive. She's 62 years old. All right. And that's it for Dead or Alive. <laughs> I got Vanity and Apollonia messed up. Yeah, they looked exactly alike. 80s music version. They're both smoke. All right, Dave, we're, we're not Usually far off. The... People, they're all dying early. <laughs> all right, so I got your Would You Rather segment here. Why didn't you say Rick James? I know he's dead. <laughs> I'm not going to give you the Cocaine, cocaine's a serious drug. I gave you Tom Petty. Oh, Rick that was James. Rich. Tom Petty was obvious enough was that he was dead. Come on. All right, so the first Would You Rather. All right, Dave, are you ready? Would you rather be yep. stuck on a broken down ski lift or a broken down elevator? Who are you with? Ski lift. Ski lift? Jimmy. Elevator. It's cold out there. Fuck that. So, yeah, me too. I'd, I'd rather, I don't know, it's a claustrophobic. I don't know, dude. I'm not. 
good if indoor confined spaces like that. Yeah, I know. I'll break the fuck out and jump in. I'll, I'll, I'll figure something out. So, what are you gonna be like, diehard? Yes. The top? Yeah. Yes. I've got a screwdriver. Even I'll be like MacGyver. MacGyver. <laughs> so when uh, Luke was in third grade, we he he did these Friday nights snowboarding, you know, and okay. because we wanted to get him all the snowboarding, and he was doing that every Friday night. In fourth grade, you got to snowboard for free. So I was like, all right, cool. So taking him up there every Friday night. So. Him and his buddies would stay afterwards after the lessons and doing with the stuff, and they would just do it and hang out. And I would hang up in the bar and drink with the other fathers. And and um, so I see the ski lift is stopped, and it's like around ten o'clock at night on a Friday night, snowing out. And um, I'm like, "Fuck, where's Luke?" And then I see Stop. a couple of his buddies come down, and they're like, uh, "He's, I think Luke was still on the ski lift." Was he? So I'm like, oh, fuck. So I had, because he was kind of young, I had this flashing light on him so I could tell when he was coming down. You know, I had this little red clip-on thing mm-hmm. that would flash a little red light. So I was like, oh, there's Luke coming down so I could watch him snowboard. Because there's so many kids up yeah, there on the yeah, hill yeah. and whatever. So um, I see, finally see the ski lift moving. And then, you know, like five minutes later, I see him coming down. And Jimmy, he's coming down straight down the fucking hill. He's not going side to side. Anything. He wants to get the hell out, man. And I, he was freezing. And so I come running down, and he comes right. He goes right down the end and comes right to me. Fucking tears racing down oh, his face. Cold as a. He's got the helmet on, you know, because yeah. they wear helmets when they're snowboarding. Yeah, let's get out. And of he's here. like, "That's it." And he didn't want to go back. He was fucking done. He's like, "I'm never fucking snowboarding again." This sucks. <laughs> but he did. He went back yeah, the next all week. Right. All right. But uh, so there's that. Uh, all right. Would you rather go deep sea diving or bungee jumping, Dave? Bungee jumping. Bungee jumping. Did you ever do it? No. No, Jimmy. I'd rather go deep sea diving. I'd rather go deep sea diving also because I've already bungee jumped. I never bungee jumped. Yeah, I did it out in Salt Lake City, actually Park City, Utah. Um. All right. Would you rather be a kid your whole life? Or an adult your whole life? At what age? Kid. Kid your whole life. A- any age, right? Just, you'd rather be a kid or an adult? I'll go with adult because then I can drink. I'd rather be a kid. It's all fun. I just want to be... Kid? I just want... I mean, the kid... No responsibility. No responsibility, exactly. It's just fun. It's just living life. You're chasing skirts. It's all good. Oh, oh well, well, you didn't say kid that, that young chasing skirts. Yeah, well, you're not getting any. You're a oh, kid. Well, I want to be an adult. It's still the chase. It was all fun. I want to be an adult. I don't know. All right. Um, last one. Would you? This is an interesting one that I made up. Would you rather listen to music from the 80s at the age you are now? So you're living in the 80s at the age you are now, listening to 80s music, or listen to today's music at the age you were in the 80s? Dave. Uh, the first one. You'd rather be an adult back in the 80s listening to 80s music? Yeah. Okay. Jimmy? No, I'd rather be the other one. I'd rather be my age back then listening to this. I'd make the most of it. Yeah, but... Ch- Chase and Scott love the goofy-ass music. I'd rather be uh, the age I was in the 80s listening to the country music from today. Well, there you go. Well, I'd fucking you love didn't that. say what genre of no, today's I didn't. That's music. today's music. I'd say I'd rather I'd be, be back that fun. age. I'd, I'd, yeah. I'd make the most of it. Yeah. I'd, I'd, I'd even even if I didn't like it, I'd be like, hey, fuck it. 
All right, so do you guys want a Florida man since we have a Florida guy on? Yeah, let's do it. It's not about Dave, is it? <laughs> no. Dave, you've you been fucked up lately, David. <laughs> and then uh, after the Florida man, we'll do our Mount Rushmore of the Week, which Mount Rushmore of the Week is Eagles playoff games. All right, cool. You're not doing Tampa Bay playoff games. You're doing Eagles playoff games. That's a short subject. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, wow. Dave, you come oh. on now. Come on, the Eagles are the fifth rough. most playoff team in the 2000s. Like, they the fifth highest team to be in the playoffs. I, it's I fucking incredible. Um, so, Florida man. Florida, Florida couple caught having sex in backseat of police car. What? Yep. Did they have cuffs <laughs> on while they were doing it? Here we go. A Florida couple were allegedly caught on video having sex in the back of a police car. A Florida Highway Patrol trooper said that Summer Watkins and Jordan Now, both 24, engaged in a sexual activity after being placed in a patrol car when Now was pulled over for driving with a suspended license early on Thursday morning. Watkins allegedly told Now, Baby, we should record our OnlyFans video back here. Minutes before the couple <laughs> began to have oral sex, according to an arrest report. A uh, statement from Trooper J.D. Perez Morales. Shortly after making the comment to now, the report stated that Watkins said, what if I suck his dick back here? Perez Morales warned against carrying out the sex act and proceeded to explain that the couple were being taken to a nearby gas station where they could make arrangements to go home. At approximately 2.20 a.m., the defendant interrupted me and asked again, can I suck his dick back here? To which Perez wrote, no. The trooper left the car one minute later after telling the couple that I'll be back in a couple of minutes um, uh, before they headed to the gas station. Shortly after Perez closed the door, now took his penis out of his shorts and Perez Morales wrote, the defendant then bent down and began to perform oral sex on Mr. Now for about 40 seconds. <laughs> so they weren't handcuffed? And the... The per- prisoner compartment camera captured all the events. Um, the defendant. So they take him to the gas station to make arrangements for him to leave, to be released. Yes. She couldn't fucking wait. They couldn't no. wait. They had to get their 15 minutes of fame. Oh so the defendant can be God. heard saying, "Fuck 5-0 while giving oral, while being giving oral sex." Then the trooper continued. Mister Nallen can be seen heard yelling, "Can y'all hear me? She's sucking my dick in the back." St- Seat of the state <laughs> Just after the sex act had finished, now was allegedly captured using FaceTime to chat with a friend, prompting Watkins to mention that she just sucked my dick in the back of a police car. Now was taken from the car soon after and arrested by another trooper over controlled substances that were allegedly oh discovered my. in his car. Perez Morales then dropped Watkins off at the gas station. Minutes later, Perez Morales reviewed the footage from his patrol car. The quick Trooper quickly returned to the gas station to arrest Watkins. She was charged with lewd act and lavacious behavior and breach of peace. Now was charged with possession of controlled substance, possession of marijuana, breach of the peace, indecent exposure of a sexual organ, and lewd and lavacious behavior. Both defendants were taken to Collier County Jail after being arrested. They were each released on bond within a day. Florida man for the week. Florida man and woman. And woman. Wow. God damn, Davis, that's what's going down in Florida. What the hell is going on in my area? Oh, bullshit in your area. I got plenty of Florida man stories coming out of that area. Oh, boy. We got to go visit just to fucking walk around. (laughs) Tampa's got their own stories. They got all sorts of shit going on. I mean, Jesus Christ. My name's not listed. I'm good. (laughs) Florida's a whole other country. 
it, it, you guys don't believe in masks or anything down there, right? Well, people, some people have masks on. The Democrats. <laughs> I love it, buddy. Yeah, it's kind of like up here. <laughs> it's kind of like up here. Only there's a lot more of them up here. Yeah, yeah. especially in oh, Philly. Yeah. 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 You see that those socks I sent you? Oh, they were great. He sent me like scope Brandon. Oh, by the way, I got you really cool. So I found this company called Beersy, and they have sleeves that go on your beer can. Uh -huh. So I got you. Uh, it's, it hasn't come yet, but let's go. Brandon wants to go on your beer. <laughs> so you know, it doesn't. Show, it looks like you're not drinking a beer. You know? Okay, okay. Let's it's go not Brandon. a koozie. It's a cover. Oh, I gotta, can. I gotta do that. Might be Colbert's all that shit. Mm-hmm. So yeah, pretty cool. All right, so we're to the Mount Rushmore of the week. We're an hour and twenty in, okay. so we'll go through this. Uh, we'll just go around, Dave. You can start us off. Um, your Mount Rushmore of Eagles playoff game moments. Okay. All right. Well, I only have two written down. Okay. They were two. And I'm going to give you the number one because you guys have it and I want to steal your thunder. All right. Number Good. one, which is probably your number one highlight, is something that Philly has done that other teams have copied, and they call it their special, but it's still the Philly special. The Philly special, yeah. yeah. It was yeah. on my list. Yeah, we actually probably copied out for somebody, but yeah. We did. It was actually off a college game. Yeah. Uh, that's where, but, I mean, uh, we're the ones Peterson. who called it Philly Philly and used it in a Super Bowl, which is pretty fucking impressive. It was impressive. Yeah, on a fourth yeah, down on a goal line, you're yeah, see Peterson's a leading third. candidate to be the Giants coach. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Whatever. I'm going to go with Giants, my, Giants, uh, or uh, New York, New York, or Jersey, Jersey. My, my big Philly <laughs> playoff moment will be, this is in the Wayback Machine, 1980, and NFC Championship against the fucking Cowboys. Yep. Made them wear their blue fucking jerseys, jerk-offs that they are. And Wilbur oh, Montgomery, like, busting, like, a 40 or 50-yard run, run through time. their big-ass doomsday defense. And that kind of broke open again. Yeah, and that's, that's on my – that's definitely on my list. So, yeah. I have a bunch written down. But my first one I'll go with is um, Freddie Mitchell, 4th and 26. Fourth is that 26? the game? Yeah. Um, Packers had us beat. Game was over. And Freddie Mitchell catches that pass, they kick the field X, goal, yeah. and then we go into overtime and win the game in overtime. Yeah, David Akers kicks there it. There you go. Dave, you're up. All right. My last and probably even better than the Philly special, 2005 Dawkins. Algie Crumpler. It's A.J. Crumpler. Algie Crumpler, yeah. I have that picture Major. in my basement oh, that's of that hit. That hit, hit yep. today is illegal. And it is. He basically knocked him out. Yep. He was slobber knocking. He couldn't. He didn't catch a pass the rest of the game. But he yeah, did he catch that pass. Player. He caught oh. that pass, and he was great. He's big, fucking yeah. dude. He caught that, yeah. but that was it. Yep. And then it was. I think Atlanta he literally by, turned the game. I think Atlanta scored not long after that, but that was it. Then they yep. shut him down after that. Crumpler did nothing the rest of the game. And, and that, that was, was near the end of half, and then the crowd erupted. I and think then we, we had that crowd. rookie defensive end, Derek Burgess, and he, all he did was go up the field, and he shut down. And that's all you needed to do. You got to keep Vic. him in the pocket. Yep. And that's how Tampa always bit. And he was he played right defensive end. He shut down Vic, and then he ended up. They gave him a ton of money out in the Raiders, and he sucked yeah, what out the Raiders there. are stupid. So that's a that's a great one, yeah, Dave. I, I had that one on my list because I have that picture in my basement yeah. hanging up the big frame picture uh, of that one. The, the, the next one I'm going to mention is uh, down in New Orleans. Uh, Reggie White, when oh. he played for the Eagles, never they, they only won one playoff game. It was against the Saints, and it was the year that Jerome Brown had died. And they had brought well, his locker, Jerome's locker, to New Orleans. And when a team arrived in their away team locker room and saw that, they all got fired up and they 
they kicked the Saints' ass. Yeah. Yeah. So that was like yeah. that was That's that was an emotional uh, year. Um, I'm gonna go back to the Super Bowl. I'm gonna or I'm gonna go before the Super Bowl. I'm gonna go to the NFC Championship, 2017. Pat Patrick Robinson intercepts. Uh, who the hell was that backup quarterback? The oh, Vikings. for the Vi- was it against the Vikings? Yes, Case Keenum. Case Keenum, Case and then Keenum? he takes it to the house, and then That's, then we erupted for a bunch of points. Exactly, and at that time, the Vikings are up, they're driving, and he just throws that bad interception, and I don't know how Robinson goes back and forth. And yeah, and he scores into the end and then, zone, then we change the game, and and then we just I think we scored like and twenty the some points. And the crowd just fucking just took over, and they couldn't That's do great. a thing. Great game. So there's my next one. Go ahead, Dave. You got another one. A three. I got one that you guys aren't going to like, but there was, uh, I can't remember the year, but you were playing Tampa, and the winner was going to the Super Bowl. 2002. And my well, that was the end of the, the vet. Last game of the vet. Rondé Barber yeah. intercepted when we were driving, yeah, and he man. ran it back. Right. But my brother calls me up, and he goes, what's the keys to this game? And I go, you got to keep Joe Jarevicius in check. Uh, you did not. Stay there. Who was that guy, Blaine Bishop, chasing him or whatever? Well, he was Joe Jarvis caught a bunch of passes on always on third down and long, and he extended a lot of drives. And oh. where is he now? Nobody even knows who he was. Oh, we he do. I know who Joe Jarvis He went to the Giants after that. I think he played in the Super Bowl with the Giants, too. Yeah, Joe Jarvis was terrific. He yeah, was he, great with Penn State. He's good. good. Great red zone guy. But that play, dude, that changed that whole game. Forget the Rondé yep. Barber. Touchdown. I thought the game was over before the Rondé Barber intercepts that. We were driving to kind of yeah. you know, draw close. I, yeah. I, was, I was listening to the game because I was in Disney with my kids. And I was listening to the game on my, on my phone back then. And that was, like, even hard to do. And uh, I was right in the middle of Disney when the Bucks won. And, and I knew I was going to that Super Bowl. And I was like, I'm going to San Diego. And everybody looked at me like I was nuts. Because everybody usually says, I'm going to Disney. And you're at but Disney. I was in Disney. You were at my house. I had a house full of people. Yeah. Big old party. Remember, Dougie kept going upstairs to check the basketball score? Yeah, he's checking, like, the Bowling Green freaking basketball. Oh, I, hey, I does anybody know anymore. who won the Bowling Green game? We're all like, what? Does, who knows the spread on the Bowling Green, William & Mary? What? Basketball the f- game. Do they even have teams? What the fuck are you talking about? All right. What's next, Jimbo? Uh, I am going to go... Uh, another, uh, I'll go with another Atlanta game. Uh, the year they went to the Super Bowl, and it was like fifteen to ten or sixteen to ten. It was within a touchdown, and they have it in the red zone. I think they have it within the ten yard line, and they got Julio Jones over there, and everybody knows it's going to fucking Julio. And we're like, fuck, 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 and we defended it. And then the funny thing is, the next year I think we played him one of the first, first game of the season, same exact yep. scenario, and we stopped him again. Yep. But in the playoffs. I mean, and everybody, and Julio Jones, Alabama guy, great receiver. I mean, he great. was like, "Oh my God, he, they're going to get it and beat us." But then they we, ran the we fade stopped to him all the time. What's that? They always ran the fade to him in the corner. Yes, the and, the, and I think they ran it twice in a row, yeah. and we stopped it both times. All right, my next one is uh, Malcolm Jenkins hits Brandon Cooks early in the game against the Patriots. Literally. Again, another hit that I think would be illegal today goes under his jaw, knocks Brandon Cooks out of the game, and um, didn't really stop Brady that much. But um, I thought that was a big play in the game. It took taking one of those weapons out, one of Brady's mm-hmm. weapons out of the game. Um, that was a, a big play. I actually had to pause this real quick. I got to pee. But Dave's up. Dave's up. So uh, Dave, 
Any more playoff I, memories? Yeah. You can give us a Bucks one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. When I'm in San Diego and they won the Super Bowl after the first half, it was over because they were just dominating. Every time oh, the Raiders dropped the Raiders offense. I'm in the bathroom taking a leak and I'm wearing my Bucks clothes and all around me are Raiders guys. Dangerous and they're guys. all just looking at me and they're like, great game, great game. But on the way to the stadium, you're walking down in San Diego and it's all Oakland people around and they're all MFAU, what are you doing here? Get out of here, you suck. And then sure enough, in the stadium, they're all like, oh, good game, guys. And I was like, seriously? <laughs> so The Raiders were back in Oakland then, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and but yeah, they were the fans. They they, they get a bad rap, yeah. but they're actually pretty cool guys. So, yeah, they are. At least the ones I ran into. Yeah, they're loyal fans. You know, they still go to Vegas. Oh. A lot of them. Yeah. Oh, do they? Yep. Yeah. Yep. You'll see the guys who they, they dress up like it's fucking crazy Halloween, cool. like it's Bourbon Street. But yeah, that's a good one, man. What do you got, Jim? Uh, I am gonna go. I forget. Was it was like mid '90s? I think Rodney Pete was our our quarterback. And Detroit, Lomas Brown was talking I was at that game. Talking shit about how he's going to beat the Eagles and blah, blah. And the Eagles beat their ass. I think at halftime it was like 31 to nothing. We had 30-some points, yeah. They beat the shit out of him. And then like near the end of the game, they crouched. Lomas. And he's just sitting there with a big... I give him credit. He was smiling. Yeah, man. I I guess I shouldn't have said to him. Why would he do that in Philly? That's... Still, just astounded me. Why would he do that? In, you're a visiting team, right? Yeah. And then even if it went the what, other way, they would have threw shit at him. I was at that game, man. That was oh that was God. fucking. Yeah, they were chanting his name. They awesome. beat the balls off of that. Um, I'll go with the next. I mean, my probably one of my favorite memories is uh, Brandon Graham strip sack of Tom Brady. Tom Brady, yeah, uh, in the Brady. Super Bowl, and you know. My God, it was like, even though after that, and then we kicked the field goal, you're still like, it's Tom Brady. Yeah. <laughs> <You know>? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and what he can do. But yep. anyway, we're at an hour and a half. I know uh, we did just take a break, but um, game, first game starting up in a little bit. What else is going on, Dave? Appreciate you joining us. So. Yeah. I, I appreciate the invite. I mean, it's, uh, it's nice down here. Good weather. I was glad to get out of that snow and cold weather, but you know, for all the nice things Tampa has, there's, you know, we still have our problems too. Yeah. But I wouldn't rather I wouldn't want to be anywhere else right now. You know, I, the last time I was down there, I was down there for a meeting in March of 2020, right? And before, literally, I think I had COVID at the time. I was down there for a meeting. You know, but this was before COVID really broke out in this guy. But I really thought I had it then. Mm-hmm. Um, but I went to see the Tampa Bay Vipers play the Washington team in the XFL down there, Dave. And that oh. that was some fun ass football. Yes. Yeah, they they had some they got some great um, local support from those teams. Um, it's just they really do latch on to their local talent here. I mean, the Lightning is. Probably, uh, besides the Bucks, I mean, obviously, our only other, well, we have Tampa Bay Rays, but still. The Rays, how come they do not go out to those? They're a great, dynamic 
team and they got a great organization. They need to build them a stadium, man. They that St. Pete thing who, sucks. The guys who run that organization, their farm system is awesome. I'm glad I'm a Red Sox fan. The Red Sox grabbed one of their GM guys and now he's our GM. And now he's going to build us uh, into a, 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 a team that will last for a long time. But Christ, get behind Tampa Bay Rays. They are a great organization. The problem is they want to leave. And the Bucks don't want to. They want the Bucks. Or the Bucks. The Rays organization, organization wants the public to fund the stadium, and the stadium. The public's is not going to fund the stadium for them. Uh, Just like that's it's not a big the mistake that they did that was Miami, and nobody goes to it. And and Major League Baseball said that 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 is not the revenue source to fund a stadium anymore. Don't do it. And so the, none of the teams are allowed to do it. So now they're proposing that the Bucks or the, the Rays have to build a new stadium to keep the Rays here, and that for six months. Then they're going to build a stadium in Canada, and they're going to play there for six months. So they're going to be two different homes. And now they're, the MLB's going, you know, they're they're raising their hands like what? And everybody here in Tampa's going, bye, see ya. Cause well, I thought I saw a proposal where they were they talking about report either. I thought they were. I saw a proposal where they were saying Ebor City. Well, the whole thing is, and I have a little insight on this because, you know, our my company's location. We have 130 acres right. of undeveloped land. Okay, and people keep asking every time there was a, a location for the stadium to be. They, they our location came up, and it was always brought forth by the media, never by the Rays or, or the or the politicians. So. People would contact or come in all the time and say, oh, yeah, are you talking to Ray's? Ray's going to be here. No, they're not talking to us. And it was the truth. Well, eventually the Ray's were talking to us. and But they didn't want to buy the land. They didn't want to put any pennies out. They didn't want to. So we said, okay, you do these things for us. You can lease the land from us and everything else. And they were, and we asked for, you know, some help in lobbying for uh, full-scale gambling and a new hotel and different other things. And they were like, all right, we'll get back to you. We never heard from them again. And then six months later, we heard this deal that they were going to go to Ybor City and build this. And they had a, uh, six months to put earnest money down on the location. And people said to me, oh, they're, they're going to Ybor City. And I go, they will never build on that site. No. And they go, well, why are you saying that? And I go, because they, never, they didn't have to put up any money and they had to do something to show face. So they, they announced that they were going there, but they'll never build on that site. And they didn't. Now they're trying to float this six-month thing, and the local people are saying, "Fine, leave." So, well, it's, a it's a shame. But there's a lot of good baseball people here, uh, yeah. and uh, well, you got all the spring training down there. You got yeah, well, you, you got, got the, the Yankees. Yankees are down there, and the Phillies aren't far and clear. Yeah, the Blue Jays all last year down in Dunedin. You know, and, then, and the worst yep. part is you got all the retirement people who are all from New York and Boston. So when those two teams are in town. It's like a home game for the Yankees and the Red Sox. And meanwhile, right. you got the Rays, who are a great team and a great team organization to develop young guys. They just don't have the money. Yeah. Great management. They've always found great talent to work behind the scenes, whether it was a manager yeah. of the Rays or back office or general manager. They always, if you look at all the different GMs around the league, most of them came from the Rays organization. Yes. They're, you yes. know, the Dodgers GM. All right, the yep. San Francisco Giants GM all came from the Rays. Right, the Red Sox blue came from uh, best, Tampa Bay. Best record last year, you know. So can we just take those guys and place them in Philly? 
because that's the Phillies' problem. They well, shitty you, scouting. You got to be smart enough to, to recognize I who I want. Yeah, that's a shame. But you know, Lightning. The Lightning are rule are the kings here. They're they're a class organization. Everybody loves the games. There's never any incidents down at the stadium. It's just a nice night, nice atmosphere. What do they got? Uh, two or three Cubs? Uh, three. Yeah, so they they got they got more. No, not in a row. They got. I think they might have two in a two in a row. Well, we had we had (laughs) the first one we won. They the next year they went on strike, so we had to cut for two years. (laughs) I was in Tampa when they won that night. That was great. It was like uh, I don't remember, like 2008, something like that. I don't don't even remember what it was, but I was in Tampa the night they won. I still have a paper. I bought a newspaper that day. Um, But yeah, they. Lightning, lightning, or something else. But anyway, uh, Dave, thanks for uh, joining us. Thanks for riding shotgun with Norman Jim. Yeah, thanks, Dave. Great to hear from you, man. Yeah, man. Appreciate the ride. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> All right, man. And you didn't have to be in a trunk this time. <laughs> yeah. And, but you guys knew where you were going. <laughs> That's right. Make a left here. What? What? How does he Dave know that? Dave said, "Make a left here." Dave said, "Take a left." He's right. I got. I knew it. <laughs> that was awesome. All right, man. Take care. Go, birds. All right. Good luck, guys. All right, All right man. See you. you, man. All right. Episode 87. Ryan Shotgun. Oh, that was great Norman to hear Jim. from Dave. That was great. Yeah. Hear, that was good. Yeah. All right, man. Ryan Shotgun with Norman Jim. We'll see you. And he was dating one of those girls. And I, he literally just replaced one for another because uh, it was the same two other girls, right? And he was dating one of the other girls. He was. He was. So Vanity, And yes. then he made the movie Purple Rain. And yes. that's when Apollonia had replaced Vanity yep, yep, yep. 6. Here it is. It is, man. Woo! God damn them girls are good looking. They are. Look at them. Yeah, so I'll go back to the 80s and listen to the music now. I'll fuck around. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you saw that picture. I'll be John Patrick except back then. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my, yeah, I've seen it. I remember that girl's dance. I'm like, I didn't even hear what they were singing. Like, oh, I forgot Dave. To, did you see Dave's joke on the idiot's chat last night? No, no, no. What was it? So he he said, uh, wait, what was it? I'll, I'll look it up. You didn't say that? No. It's fucking hilarious. I, are we still on? Yeah, we are still on. Uh, here we go. You ready? Yeah. This is really, I, I hate to... You know, you, you hate to say it. What do... Ah, I can't find it. Uh, what's the difference between Betty White and Paul Walker? No, no, no. 50 years. Nope. 40 years plus. Paul Walker hit 100 before he died. <laughs> okay. I was going to have him tell that joke. He said that through on the Idiots chat last night. I was like, uh, oh, uh, man. Uh, Paul Walker was our age. He looked young. Oh, he was our age? He was our age. He was like maybe three, four years younger than us. That's it. <laughs> but anyway, he tells that joke. And then, uh, Schmiggle. That uh, might be a joke if I knew who Paul Walker was. I'm like, dude. Oh, <laughs> furious. Yeah. You ever see him in Deep Blue with uh, Jessica yeah. Alba? Oh, dude. White that was on the other night. White bikini. God damn. Damn, she looked damn. good. Fuck. Oh, man. Good stuff. Yeah, I'll be stuck on the elevator with her. God damn. All right. Ah. Thanks for Ryan Shook. And there's our play out music. I gotta get some in music intro. There we go. Do some other 80s stuff.